Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. They will include Greg Jennings, Packers legend. Won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers once upon a time. We'll talk with him. Speaking of legends, Nick Saban live today on this program. A little over an hour from now. Reasonably fresh off having won his seventh national championship. We'll have Orlovsky today. we got a Super Bowl-based green list again today. Haven't taken any calls this week. We will definitely do that. We're going to be busy. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. The only place to begin is with this Aaron Rodgers story, because the more he keeps talking, the more he keeps it alive. And we just basically spent two hours on television talking about this situation that Aaron Rodgers. And let me just explain something that has been a longstanding philosophy of mine. Aaron Rodgers is an extraordinarily intelligent person. And the intelligent people who are public figures in today's society, this goes well beyond sports, but one of the things they understand is how to manipulate their circumstances based on the media. I fully understand that my job is frequently to get used because someone else has a means to an end. And I'm good with that because as a general rule, I get what I want. So now you're Pat McAfee and Rogers is coming on your show every week. And all of a sudden, not that that's not always an unbelievable guest to have every week, but right now, there's never been a time you wanted to hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say more than you want to hear it right this minute. And I believe he is talking to everyone, everyone, when he goes on there and he says all of this. I don't think that there's any reason why I wouldn't be back, but there's not many absolutes, as you guys know, in this business. So to... To make an absolute statement about something that is is not an absolute, it's just I didn't do it, you know, and I, I guess that's why I went kind of kind of nuts. Naturally, there's times where you let your mind go to maybe well, I'm going to be a Packer for life, or I'm going to be, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to be like a Tim Duncan or a Jeter or a Kobe and play with one team my entire career. I think naturally you dream about that. I mean, that's kind of like a dream scenario, and I've talked about that for much of my career. I think, you know, when, when they drafted Jordan, it was more just like the reality kicking in going, hey, that's actually never the case. There are no absolutes in this business. And I think it, it's a beautiful thing to sit with and to and to wrap your head around. And I did. And, and I got to a, a beautiful place about it. It doesn't mean that that's not still a reality. I think that's the only reality is that there is no absolutes in this business. I just reiterated that after the game. And I get it. Some people are like, well, you just threw 48 touchdowns and probably going to win MVP. Yeah. I understand that. But again, there's no absolutes in this business. So that is Aaron Rodgers. And this is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. If you think Aaron Rodgers is just going to stay there and meet with, we had Rob Domofsky on earlier today who said he's already met with the coach, but now he's going to go meet with the team president and the general manager, the same guys who made the decision to move on from him last year in the draft. If you think he's just going to meet with them and the words, whatever you guys want is good with me, are going to come out of his mouth, you're out of your mind. There's no way Aaron Rodgers does that. Aaron Rodgers will go in there and he will get his pound of flesh. I know he's in a beautiful place mentally right now, and that's great. But Aaron Rodgers is one of the most, you don't get to be him if you don't have a level of arrogance. I know that the word arrogant usually takes on a negative connotation, but it has been my experience that the truly great ones in sports have that. 
There's an arrogance I believe you have to have in order to have ever become Aaron Rodgers in the first place. And if you don't think it's if you think it's okay with him that those guys drafted his replacement last year, then I don't think you have any idea what it took to become Aaron Rodgers in the first place. So I believe he basically tells them it's now or never. You want me to stay the quarterback here? I'm in control now. I'm going to quote a great television show. There was an episode of Seinfeld that was all about who has hand. Remember George Costanza? I have hand, and you're going to need it. Aaron Rodgers has hand. A year ago, the Packers had moved on from him. They started the clock ticking. Now he has told them, that sand in the hourglass you turned over, I've decided it has run out. So if you want me to continue to be what I am, don't think that it was a coincidence he threw in that he threw 48 touchdowns and is going to be the MVP. That's what happened. So what Aaron Rodgers is going to tell them is, you're now going to commit to me. I have hand. You do whatever you want with this kid you drafted. But if you're telling me he's going to be the quarterback here in another year or two, if I fall off at all, then I'm telling you it is time for us to bid a fond adieu. There's no way in the world he's hanging out for that. And every team in the league will kill themselves to get him if they can. You put Aaron Rodgers on the worst team in the NFL, and they probably make the playoffs. You put him on a very mediocre team. You put him on a team that was 7-9 and nine this year. I don't even have to put a list in front of me. Pick any mediocre football team in the NFL. They're a Super Bowl contender. Tom Brady just went from New England to Tampa. The Buccaneers were 7-9 and nine last year. They were in the Super Bowl. At this moment, Aaron Rodgers is a better player than Tom Brady. So Aaron Rodgers can go anywhere. So I believe he was talking to everyone when he said that. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So if you think that this thing is over, in my opinion, he brilliantly kept it alive with McAfee yesterday. I don't think he put any closure to the situation. I think quite the opposite. I think he kept it alive. He stoked the fires of it. And I think he did that on purpose. And it sets up what I think is going to be the greatest NFL offseason that we've ever had. Because think about the quarterback questions we have. Rodgers at the top of the list. Deshaun Watson. Matt Stafford. Calls have already begun in Detroit about where he's going. Jared Goff. The Rams are talking about him like he's yesterday's news. But they have no way of getting out from under his contract. What is going to happen there and with him? All of that gets decided before we get to the NFL draft. In which Mel Kuyper tells us there are five quarterbacks who may go in the first half of the first round. On his mock draft, he has five quarterbacks going in the first 15 picks. So we are looking at the NFL completely reshapen from the most important position. And that will happen this offseason. That will happen over the next few months. And I, for one, am really looking forward to chronicling it. But I will tell you that no matter what happens, no matter what, The favorite to win the Super Bowl next year is still Kansas City. No matter who goes where, Patrick Mahomes remains the favorite to win the Super Bowl, and that doesn't change for the next 10 years at least. Greg Jennings, a Green Bay legend, talking about Aaron Rodgers with me live next. And the green list is awesome from the Super Bowl today. I'm just getting rolling, and I'm glad you're here. I'm Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio.
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you. And I want to make sure that you're aware that tomorrow at this time, Mark Cuban will be my guest. He will join me on the Goodyear Hotline. We'll talk to him about all the things that are going on inside and outside of the NBA. One of the most interesting people in sports. That's tomorrow at this time. Mark Cuban with me on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. I'm presented by... Progressive Insurance, drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Speaking of interesting people, joining me now is a guy who won a Super Bowl playing with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, was a terrific player for a long time in the NFL. He's now a Fox NFL broadcaster and, in what can only be described as a fascinating development, is competing as a professional bodybuilder. we got to get to this and more with Greg Jennings, who joins me on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Greg Jennings. Good morning, Greeny. How are you? Well, I'm I'm fine, and and I have these great pictures of you uh, at, at 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 when we were at ESPN the weekend a million years ago at Disney World, and you were holding my son, who at that time was five or six years old. You're holding up over your head, and I thought to myself, "Well, he's a pretty strong guy." But I would never have thought that all these years later you would have <laughs> you'd be heavier and have less body fat than when you played for the Packers and that you were competing as a professional bodybuilder. What is this about? Just trying to continue to keep those competitive juices um, flowing and uh, kind of uh, that's that's kind of that appetite that you have to kind of quench. And for me, it, it's it's a daily uh, grind and a daily competition against myself of can I get better? Can I improve? Um, how can I continue to create a better physique? Uh, but even with all of that, it's, it's mental. It's, it's so much more. My family has joined in. I mean, without me pushing it on them, they've just watched this progression over the, over the last year. And, um, they've kind of taken on their own path as well. So it's, Mm. it's been fun and it's, uh, it's infectious to be honest. It's very inspirational. My wife inspired me by running a marathon and I was like, I got to do something. That's it. I'm delighted for that, if, if that makes you happy. I can tell you what has quenched my appetite, particularly during the pandemic, has been ice cream, and that has been infectious in my house. <laughs> I find that I started eating more ice cream, and now everyone in my family is eating more ice cream. And, and, and so, I mean, I just think it is remarkable that you are doing this. I appreciate Well, you know, everyone has their, their, their vice, their thing that they go to and gravitate to, and mine is competing and 
uh, trying to improve on a day to day and, uh, you know, without the ice cream, but with much more in my <laughs> much more flavorful dough, rice and chicken. And yeah, the same mundane things every day. All right. The next time we're together, we'll try the ice cream and, and then we'll see how you feel about it. Anyway, Greg Jennings is Absolutely. here on the Goodyear Hotline, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Let's talk about the Packers who fall just short, your old team. And, and obviously you won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers once upon a time. And, and I just wonder, as you see this thing kind of playing out now, the way they drafted his eventual replacement, then he goes out and has maybe the best year of his career. And now here we sit with the future uncertain. What is your perspective on the whole thing? Um, my perspective on the whole thing is, first off, they had a fantastic year. Um, back-to-back years, they built on what they started the year previous, going 13-3, and going 13-3 and again this year, but it looked different, um, which is why we kind of thought that it would be different. The ending would be a little different for them. But um, I thought Aaron Rodgers grew. Um, I thought he kind of gravitated to this player that was willing to um, take on as much as he needed to, but not more than he needed to at mm. times. And, and why I say that is because of the development and the trust between he and Matt LaFleur and understanding that the personnel around them, the scheme that they were, they were performing and playing within was going to be enough. And um, unfortunately, they ran into – a Tampa Bay team that was clicking on all cylinders and uh, they got the best of them. They did. And and so I just wonder, you know, having done all of that, and I agree with you, he, he handled this entire season, including that situation so well, but now it, it, it could be time for some decisions to get made and knowing him as you do and having been around him as you were, like how would you imagine down deep inside he really felt and feels about them drafting the guy who will become their quarterback while he's still there? Well, I definitely think he felt um, kind of out of the loop, obviously, and undercut a little bit when you think about how he's been able to play over the over the years and what he means to that team and the value he brings. And so every team, we all understand this as players, every team is going to continue to improve and get better. Um, but when you have that solidified quarterback position, the assumption has always been we're good here. Mm. And Aaron Rodgers hadn't fallen off the cliff like everyone was making it seem. Now, his his play had dipped for sure. We all saw it um, because of the standard that he had created. But um, I think for the future moving forward, he's, he ha- he's going to be thinking about himself more. And I think when you get this deep into your season, it's it's more than about just – the stats. It's now, uh, you know, the longevity, what the team is doing around you. How can you win at a high clip? Look, Brady has, he's created this template of, you know, understanding it's not about him. It's about winning and guys just want to win. Like it's about legacies. Now for Aaron Rodgers, he's accomplished financially. He's good. Uh, when it, when we look at his stats, he's going to be up with the top five in almost every category. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not about those things. It's about the Lombardi Trophy. How can I grasp another one of these to really submit my legacy and com- continue to just grow that? Um, and, 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 and essentially, we all want to win. 
And that's what he's looking at. And when you look at the future of the Green Bay Packers, there's so many, he alluded to it, there's so many pieces that are uncertain. Um, and in my opinion, they have him not so much, they have him bound right now by contract. And so he he has to be smart, which he's been in the past. He has to be smart if he wants out. He has to be smart about how he tries to finagle himself out of that situation because you got to assume that they're not going to trade you to a team that's in the NFC that they're going to see in the division a couple ta- a couple times a, a year. Um, but you, you, you get this sense that, you know, it's either they're going to bring back a better nucleus and they're going to go for it again, or they're going to kind of start over if you will. And, Aaron's not – no quarterback at that stage in his career is going to be wanting to do that. That's for sure. That's, that's outstanding insight here. Greg Jennings is with me. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I think that, that's exactly right. And so they come to this crossroads, and we'll see what happens. And I was just saying a minute ago, Greg, that it has been my experience, and you're obviously much closer than I am, that while sometimes the word arrogant can be used in a negative way, and I, and I understand that, that there is a degree of arrogance that must go along with being a great quarterback sometimes. And, and this is not, I'm not in any way limiting this to Rodgers, but there has to be some of that, that that enables you to become what these guys have become now. They, they are the faces of a franchise. They're the leaders on the field. They're the leaders off the field. They've, there are a million demands on their time. There is a little bit of arrogance that I think has to go into that in a positive way. And when you mess with that, as they have done here, that I think it creates a very difficult situation for the quarterback to continue to be the guy that he needs to be. I, I do agree. It's a it's an extreme belief in one's own ability and one's own value. And when you have established a belief, there's no need for confidence. <laughs> there's no there's no need for ego anymore. It is what it is. We all see it. We all know it to be defined because of what you've displayed. So. He has that extreme belief because he's played himself in a position and he's established himself as one that has earned that. Um, And he has not only that belief within himself, but those outside of him has that same belief um, and understanding that he can be that way. And he's, he's afforded himself to have that opportunity. However, when you look at it like that, uh, again, you, he has to be he has to be mindful of the business side of it, and this is where so many guys go wrong. This is where I went wrong. Shoot, when when you leave a situation, or you're trying to detach yourself from a situation, you still want to detach yourself with with ties, if you will. So mm-hmm. you want to still kind of walk away, letting go of hands versus ripping ripping your hand away, um, and then vice versa. So I think he's un, he's very mindful of that. He he's again, we saw how Brady did it and his situation was so different. But when you're older and when you want to win and when you know you you have a time clock now. Now the the, the the time is ticking for him, not so much for the organization, for him. And he knows that. Regardless of what anyone outside of Aaron Rodgers says, he knows, look, I I only want to play X amount more years. And I need to accomplish what I want. My goals he has set with with himself, he has a timetable on that. And and if the Packers are willing to do what it takes, yes, everyone wants to finish with the team that they got drafted with. Brady didn't want to leave New England. 
but he knew what he knew what he needed around him to accomplish the goals that he desires that he needed for himself in the timetable that he was willing to put himself in. That's exactly right. Greg Jennings is with me. One more thing, Greg, we do a feature here. Just going to sit back and have a little story time. Tell me a story. Well, tell me a story. And I was going to ask you to tell me a story about the Super Bowl. But as you talk about this, here's what I'd love. Because you and Aaron were young players together at the same time. Tell me a story about the first time he did something on the field and you said to yourself, oh, my goodness, this guy is special. Like, there's something totally different about this guy's ability from anything I've ever seen before. Tell me a story. Um, Well, I think it it started in practice. I mean, there were so many things that we saw Aaron do in practice. And I just remember when Brett, Brett's final year, um, and they had a way of kind of going at each other without verbalizing it or without, <laughs> without even saying anything to one another uh, or physically touching one another. It was all the way they competed. Mm. And training camp, this is when you were allowed to have fans. And they they would throw the ball into the targets, and there was this deep, like, 55-yard throw, and everybody does it. You throw it into this bin or this target, and uh, Brett, he used to always drill it, and he drills one. Aaron looks up, and he grabs his ball, and he bounces. He drops back, goes in his little boot, chucks it, boom, knocks it in. Brett turns around, and he does it. And he does it again. Aaron grabs the ball and he does it again. And the crowd is going crazy. But at in that moment, you it was there was no word spoken, but Aaron was basically saying, "Anything you can do, I can do better." Mm. Like that was the type of belief that and confidence that he was building up to become this player. And I think a lot of those moments that were gone unseen by uh, those outside of our organization in our locker room, that's what Ted Thompson saw, rest in peace, Ted. That's what Mike McCarthy saw. That's what Mark Murphy saw and was able to detach himself from Brett and go with this young guy that everyone was like, what, why are you letting Brett go? Because of those moments, because of that belief, that confidence that he carried all the time. And it, it, and it and Brett played a huge part in that. What an unbelievably great story that is. Greg Jennings, one more thing. You and your family have a new series called All In with the Jennings. Is this, is this like a lot of working out and marathons and bodybuilding? What are we doing here? It is not. It's just our family time, just who we are, just ex- kind of exposing all of what my wife does, what kids are doing, you know, the family rigmarole and hustle and bustle and just nuances of our family. Um, fun little deal that we just want to start doing and kind of showing that we're just as we, we struggle. We have high moments. We have low moments. We're just as normal as any other family, um, but we still love on each other. Fun. I'm going to find it and check it out. Hey, it's great to catch up. Thank you so much for this time. I really appreciate it. We'll talk down the road. Thank you, Greg Jennings. Be well. Absolutely, Greeny. You have a good one. You too. That's Greg Jennings with me here on ESPN Radio. What a what a really interesting guy. What a great story that is. I I, I love those. I love to picture those two guys going head to head as competitive as they were. All right, today's green list, which is coming up in exactly 30 seconds. Don't go anywhere. In exactly 30 seconds, I'm doing Super Bowl-based green lists every single day. And today's is the top five quarterbacks that you have forgotten started a Super Bowl. 
That's in exactly 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. Look, finding great candidates to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to a job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter instead. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right, I love today's list uh, every single day. My green list, my list of the top five, this, that, or the other, and they're going to be all Super Bowl related. And this one, I give credit to our producer, uh, producer Nuno Teixeira, who suggested and helped me compile the list of the top five quarterbacks that you have absolutely forgotten started a Super Bowl. Like yesterday, we did the top five quarterback matchups in Super Bowl history. And number one is the one that's coming up, Brady against Mahomes. These are the top five quarterbacks you have already forgotten started a Super Bowl. Number five. Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell started a Super Bowl for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually, threw three interceptions in that Super Bowl against the Cowboys. As I recall, that was the one that the defensive back Larry Brown was the MVP. Do I have that right, Nuno? He was the MVP. He was the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback for quite a few years. He then went to the New York Jets and got beaten out for the starting job there. But one way or another... Neil O'Donnell was the starting quarterback for the Steelers in a Super Bowl. Number four. Number four is Rex Grossman. Now, I know everyone in Chicago listening to me certainly remembers that. But bear in mind, for all the criticism of Grossman, people for the longest time talk about Grossman when they talk about cautionary tales of terrible high draft picks. He was a first-round pick of the Bears. He did lead them to a Super Bowl. They were 13-3 and that year. He threw 27 touchdowns and 26 picks that year in the Super Bowl he threw a touchdown and two interceptions it was dramatically outplayed by Peyton Manning and they lost that game that was a team with a great defense that was the Lovey Smith team that made it to a Super Bowl so again Rex Grossman started a Super Bowl now the list gets interesting number three David Woodley David Woodley started a Super Bowl for the Dolphins he was the quarterback between the Bob Greasy era and the Dan Marino era and that team made it to the Super Bowl. That way, they lost to Washington. That was the Riggins game. The John Riggins game. Am I getting, That was the year of the strike, right? That was the year the season was only nine games, right? So that was the nine-game season. Woodley takes them to the Super Bowl. That offseason, so whatever it is, three months later, they draft Dan Marino. Woodley starts the first five games or four games of the next week. He gets benched for Marino in week five, and the rest is history. Marino... Had one of the great rookie seasons you've ever seen. Took that team back to the Super Bowl in his second year. And as we know, famously never got back. But David Woodley was the quarterback, the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in a Super Bowl. The list of the top five players you have forgotten started at quarterback in the Super Bowl. Number two. Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler started for Atlanta in the Super Bowl in what was John Elway's last ever game. It's the 98 Super Bowl, so it's the beginning of 99. He threw three interceptions in that Super Bowl in a very one-sided loss to a very good Denver team. That was a Denver team that was dominant all season long, made a run at perfection. But that Chandler team, that Falcons team, was the one that beat the 15-1 Vikings 
in overtime in the NFC Championship game. And they were really good. And he had a really good year. But I think it was, as we went through this list, everyone I mentioned it to is just, you forget. These things seem like a long time ago. And in this case, I guess it was Chris Chandler. But number one, I was there. Number one. Stan Humphreys started a quarterback for the San Diego Chargers in the Steve Young monkey off the back Super Bowl. I was there. That game was played in Miami. It was the third Super Bowl I'd ever covered. And in the first, I want to say, five minutes of the game, I I said to the person sitting next to me, this game is over. I mean, completely over. And it remains to this day the most one-sided sporting event I've ever attended. And I'm an AAU dad. All right, my son played AAU basketball for years. I've seen a million games that were over in the layup line. I've seen a million games where my only reaction was, why are they even playing? The coach has to call off the full-court press when it gets to be 10 nothing, And those games are more competitive than this was. Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Ricky Waters, they could have won that game 150 to nothing if they had to. If they absolutely had to, they could have. But anyway... San Diego was in the Super Bowl, and Stan Humphreys was their starting quarterback. What were his numbers in that game? He was 24-49, 275, a touchdown, and two picks. His post-Super Bowl career, it wasn't actually that bad. He was a sixth-round pick of the Washington football team, as they are now currently known. But anyway, he is number one on my list today of the top five quarterbacks that you could just as easily have forgotten. Forgotten started a Super Bowl game. Greeny with you, reminding you that if you miss any of my show, you can always check it out as a podcast. I, I, I would love you to spend two hours with me every single day. That would be my first choice. That would be my preference. But I understand, that, you know, you've got stuff going on in your life. So you can catch up every single day with the podcast. It's called Hashtag Greeny. Each, take each hour of the show and they make it its own individual podcast, easy to listen to, and it is easy to find anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you know what? I'm not going to do this thing here. I'm going to take a quick break because I have a million different things I want to get to. And you know what I haven't done all week long is get to some phone calls. I like when we can chat. So I'm opening the phone lines right now for a feature we call What Do You Want to Know? It's very simple. You can just ask me a question about sports, and I will answer it. What do you want to know? My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Give me a call right now. I am Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that 
grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you. Coming to your phone calls in just a moment. And don't forget, Nick Saban is on the way live in a half hour here. You won't want to miss that. But right now, I insist that we talk about television ratings. Greeny Insist is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. We may be on the verge of breaking a record. A 35-year-old NFL record is in jeopardy of being broken this year. When the Chicago Bears won that franchise's only Super Bowl in 1986, the local TV rating in the Chicago market was 63. 63.0. This year's Kansas City Chiefs have an odds-on chance to beat that number. Because in the AFC Championship game, they did a local rating of 61.9, which translates to 85% of all the TVs in use in Kansas City being tuned into the Chiefs game. Which leads me to only one question. What were the other 15% of the people watching? Like, what are you watching? Who are these people? I don't know any of them. Do you know anyone who wasn't watching that game? If you're in Kansas City... And the Chiefs are playing in the AFC Championship game. Are you telling me that one and a half out of every ten people you know was watching television but watching something else? I understand if you were, I don't know, I guess in the pandemic there's not that many other things you could be doing. But let's just say for the sake of discussion, working on your lawn, which is a ridiculous thought on my part because the game is played late at night and it's January. But whatever. If you weren't watching TV, I'd get it a little. But what the hell are you watching? 15% of the people, one and a half out of every 10 people I know, three quarters of every five people I know are not watching that game, but they're watching. What are you watching? And why are you doing it? I feel like you're just doing that to be different. And candidly, it aggravates me. So I felt this way for a long time. I felt the need to get that off my chest. (sighs) Okay, I feel better now. Good? Brandon, you like that? 15% of the people in Kansas City are watching something. What are you watching? And why are you doing it? Stop it. Watch the game for crying out loud. Everybody else is. All right, let's go to the phones here. Uh, What's on your mind is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. And for that, you have to get past my disheveled board operator, Bubba. Hello, Bubba. Hello. We got calls ready to go. Who's first up? Yeah, we got Anthony. Anthony, what would you like to know? You're on ESPN Radio. Well, first, good morning, Bubba, and good morning, Greeny. How are y'all doing? Good. Doing great, man. That's good, that's good. I'm glad to hear. I just want to go ahead and give y'all a shout-out. I love watching Get Up, um, you, Marcus, and the whole crew. Y'all are great. Love watching Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, you know, Stephen A. and Max. Love watching them. I enjoy y'all every morning. What would you like to know from me here, Anthony? What, 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 What question would you like to ask about sports? 
Let's see. I, I, I kind of, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, so as you know, we're in a whole lot of controversy right now. What is your outlook um, with our with our new hires on our coaching staff and whatnot? My what outlook. Do you think the 20- Yes, thank you for the call, and thank you for all of the kind thoughts and for watching all of ESPN's shows. We do appreciate it. Now, my outlook is that your quarterback just won a power struggle with a coach who won the Super Bowl three years ago. So your team right now and for the foreseeable future might as well be known as the Philadelphia Wentzes. That's what you are. You are it is, is all about Carson Wentz. And hiring Frank Reich Jr. was done exclusively to try and rehabilitate Wentz. And you know what? It's the right thing to do. That's what I would do, too. I don't know that I would have chosen Wentz over Peterson. If there was a way to trade Wentz to Indianapolis, I might have looked seriously into that. But that's not what the owner did. The owner decided, we're going to build this thing around Wentz. And I can't blame him. Wentz has a lot of talent. I don't know that I would give up on him either. So you bring in the coach, who is essentially the closest thing you can get to bringing Frank Reich back, and you take your shot at it. Now, exactly what that means for Jalen Hurts and that dynamic, I do not know. But so that is my perspective. For this season and at least one more, you are the Philadelphia Wences. Let's see how it goes. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? John is up. John, what do you want to know? Greeny, good morning, sir. I'm so glad you're back on my morning radio here in California, brother. Thank you. My my question for you is, can and will Kyler Murray lead the Cardinals to a Super Bowl? Or will the Cardinals be the Cardinals? Either trade him away, let him walk, and he'll lead another team to a Super Bowl. No, hell no. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, under any circumstances, fathom that. Like, you have struck gold in Kyler Murray, and you went out and you hired a coach exclusively because you wanted to run an offense that is Kyler Murray-friendly, and you went out and, and made the outstanding move of fleecing Bill O'Brien and the Texans and getting him DeAndre Hopkins. No, no, no. Your team is built around Kyler Murray, and he is special. Do I th- if I- Look, you never know what's going to happen because the NFC is loaded with good quarterbacks, and-, and some of them are older. Do I believe that ultimately Kyler Murray will play in a Super Bowl as an Arizona Cardinal? Yes. If I had to make a prediction, I would say yes. In the next four years, at least once, Arizona will be in the Super Bowl and Kyler Murray will be their quarterback. I would bet on that. I got one more here, Bubba. Who you got? Yeah, we got Paul here. All right, Paul. What do you want to know, Paul? Hey, Greeny. I'm wondering which of the big four Minnesota sports teams has the best chance to win a championship. I got a 10-year bet with my cousin, Fat Toll, and I'm down to my last chance. (laughs) Okay. Which of the Minnesota sports teams... I mean, I, I, I really liked the Vikings going into this season. I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't discount the wild. Yeah, you got the wild, you got the twins, you got the Timberwolves. I don't know. I, I, I guess I would be inclined to say the Vikings because I think they, they had a lot of pieces, but boy, they were so disappointing this year. I guess I would say the Vikings for lack of a better choice, but let me give it a little further thought and we'll go there. Coming up next, the most important story of the day yesterday was not Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you what it was next.